You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. It's going to be Moore bringing it up. Guarded by Butler. Six seconds to go. Moore blocked by Butler. Ball's loose. And Florida State's going to win it. Welcome on in. BetQL Daily presented, as always, by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Wednesday as we look forward to divisional weekend in the NFL. Great guest today. Jim Sonis will join us from Number Fire and FanDuel. Eric Eager, Pro Football Focus. Later on in the show, the voice there of Dan Schulman, Florida State upsets number six Duke last night in overtime. It's Duke's second loss this season to an unranked opponent. Really, in the last 10 days, they've had those. So, it's been a season of college hoops. And last night, I was watching a little NBA, a little college show. It's been a season of college basketball, uh, which we will turn our attention to with the hoops in, in a couple weeks fully after football ends. It feels like no one in college basketball will stay number one for more than, like, 10 minutes teams no. are good and they lose and it's just yeah. like it's a weird season so far as soon as you're number one bet against them bet against them yep. at some point we'll, we'll stop being shocked by coach k losing uh that one was in overtime last night last night uh, if you checked out any nba you probably saw both games because there were only two on the card my steph curry prop uh, hit under 25 and a half when i saw golden state get out to a massive lead and Steph didn't go off in the first half. I felt pretty comfortable because uh, that definitely had a little bit of blowout factor, even though the final score was a little bit closer. Steph didn't even play 30 minutes, and uh, he scored 18 points just flying under the the radar, exactly uh, in line with his scoring over the last few weeks. So uh, names like that, when you see that superstar Steph, and uh, you know he's going to bounce back, he'll go on his tear. But right now they're always going to inflate numbers, especially against poor opponents. Um, maybe not always taking into account that he might not play much in that fourth quarter. Yeah. Uh, the Knicks and Wolves over that I took last night went hit. That went over. It was a very short number, 213 and a half. So we had a hit last night. A couple of in the NBA. I'm glad you guys hit because my Sadiq Bay situation experiment, oh that's a one and done. Did not hit. <laughs> I tried to take a, a, a creative approach where I'm betting on like a, a player that's not a big star, thinking, okay, this could be interesting. Let's see what's going on here. He had a terrible game. Uh, ten points, one board, one assist. Uh, he missed ten yeah. shots out of thirteen. He. It was like I picked the worst <laughs> night to do a parlay with that dude. So um, good to talk about when we hit. I did not hit. So. Wanted to apologize to anyone who tailed that parlay. That's it's interesting paid. with young players, <laughs> young NBA players. That happens sometimes, right? Like, and I'm not talking about number one picks, but like guys like Sadiq Bay, they could look great for two or three weeks oh and have gosh. a clunker. They just have a clunker. It happens with young yeah. NBA players as they find their way. All right, so pretty good night for the show overall in the NBA. 
and an amazing first couple weeks here for New York sports betting. We'll get to all the football. We're going to have a little um, game we're going to play here to start the show. But we just wanted to bring this up because, you know, it's a, it's a gigantic deal in this industry. I'm sure a lot of you are listening now in the state of New York because you can wager along with us. But how about some of these numbers here? 1.2 million New York accounts active with 878,000 unique players. So that over the last couple of weeks, that is more than New Jersey and Pennsylvania combined over the same period. 17.9 mm-hmm. million transactions this past weekend, which actually, Joe, toppled or topped the, the first weekend. Would you think that first weekend? It's like the grand opening. Everyone's in all the, the free bets that are out there. The second weekend, actually bigger in New York. Yeah, word got out. I Because I right. wasn't even aware late last week, and I'm in the business. I'm like, oh, wait, it finally happened because we've been talking about mobile in New York for so damn long. Uh, all of these states, they like to uh, they like to launch these things, whether it's the brick-and-mortar spots and or mobile betting around big events. This is a pretty good time to launch as the NFL playoffs are getting going here. Uh, during Super Wild Card Weekend is your first big weekend of mobile betting in the state. It's massive. It doesn't shock anybody. I'm interested in how it impacts the jersey uh, numbers down the road, but it's, uh, it's terrific for the industry, one, one of the big ones. Uh, with New York, what? It's been a little over a week. 1.2 million accounts. That's nuts. It's exciting. Um, I just keep wondering. You know, I feel like LA is behind. They've got to get on board with legalizing it there. Um, just having lived in California, it's. I feel like they're missing out by not um, getting in on this. But so exciting to see more and more states legalize gambling. It's so fun, especially when you can do it right on your FanDuel app. So convenient. If you travel and you're in a state where you can't do it, you definitely get FOMO right away when you're so spoiled with it. Of course. Well, uh, we mentioned when it launched in New York, all those people that would drive over to New Jersey or down to Pennsylvania, they don't have to anymore. They could they could stay at home in New York. So uh, it's yeah, great for yeah. The industry it's certainly great well, for everyone. Speaking of California, one place that does not want it to happen in California, they may not say it. Nevada, that would hurt Nevada, don't sure. you think? Like there'd be a yeah. lot of people that wouldn't make that. So short many people trip. drive. Yeah, yeah, so many people drive there, um, place their bets, drive back. I know even Eddie Gross says he does that. You know, um, yeah. who comes on our show. So yeah, that would be terrible for Vegas. <laughs> Yeah, I think it also probably would hurt the whole city, right? Like, people probably go, mm-hmm. spend a couple of days. Like, now I can do it at home. I can hang out where I live and not do all that. So it changes things. Um, speaking of, of wagering, wherever you're going to wager, with us here in New York State, Nevada, wherever, the number has changed here. Jimmy Garoppolo, uncertainty now, hovering over the Niners and the Packers game. That number has moved up to six. Uh, it's interesting. Let's hear from Jimmy G, and then we'll talk about his value to the point spread, because I think he's – the situation with the Packers is one of the most interesting quarterback injury situations you'll probably find in the NFL. Here's Jimmy G talking about his thumb and, and the issue he has throwing the ball. Every throw is impacted. I mean, it's just it's it's a shoulder injury, so any type of throw, you're going to feel it, and it's going to change things. But, yeah, it's just uh, similar to when I was first dealing with a thumb. My body's just learning and have to adapt to it. If I said thumb, it's his thumb for a couple weeks ago, but this is a shoulder sprain from this game on Sunday, so he's banged up. Um, Which both, yeah. Yeah, he's got two things going on, and it affects everything. So the number's up to six. Um, so our, our guy, uh, who, who am I thinking Sam of? Sam Panianovich. Uh, yes, yeah, Sam Panianovich, who's a great friend of the show, and uh, he was with Paul on that Braves bet to win the World Series. He had a tweet yesterday, as I, I pull it up here, and, and he, 
he said he talked to some bookmakers that say he's two and a half points better than Lance. Others say there's no drop off at all. And one NFL bookmaker told Sam that Lance is better. And, and he assumed that the person he was talking to thinks he's serious. I mean, you never see this with any kind of quarterback situation. There's usually pretty much there's clarity, right? Like maybe some situations show are two points, three points, seven, depending on the quarterback. I've never heard of like, yeah, we're not sure. Better, worse, the same with a backup. See, I think there is clarity. I just think the person that said that is dead wrong. Mm. That's insane to me to even suggest that. Um, we, we all can, uh, reasonable minds can disagree, and we, that's what we do in sports and sports betting. Sure. That's the whole point of this. Uh, I was texting with Sam about this yesterday, and he's on the same page with me. He's like, yeah, I, I don't think there's a, it's negligible. That it's basically no difference between the quarterbacks or ones even better to suggest that. Wow. Uh, based off two starts. I mean, th- we know people do not like Jimmy G. And I think most would say that of the eight quarterbacks still alive, he would rank last. But, <laughs> you know, come on. We got to give it up. The second half of his regular season when he was healthy, he was really, really good. And when the offense looks good for San Francisco, there's just a segment of people that want to give zero credit to Garoppolo. And it's all about the coaching and it's all about the scheme. Well, I think at some point you have to give him some credit. If Jimmy G is 100% healthy, I would consider San Francisco. If he's not, if he doesn't go into this game, this thing's going to get past seven. I'm going to fly past seven. And we might, there might be so much action. We might be talking double digits. I mean, it makes sense. And that's why I think we're at six. There is, people are speculating and they're thinking, man, if Garoppolo is injured or he just doesn't play in the game at all, am I going to have uh, a nice number here at five and a half or six when it could close in 10 on Saturday night? Yeah, and we've also seen inexperienced quarterbacks in the playoffs already after the wild card weekend out, not doing very well. So, yeah, mm-hmm. not a good look if we're getting Trey Lance for the Niners. Yeah, yeah, I would uh, agree with you, Joe. I'd agree with Sam. I, I and, and he threw out the number two and a half in there. I would even say closer to three for a playoff game. Like at this stage, I don't think Lance is ready for that. I more, maybe more. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's if it's nine, minute. it's going to ten, right? Yeah, I just don't think Lance is ready for a spot like this. I do think Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo. I've always liked him. I think he's actually as a player, he's underrated. It's the story. It's the injuries. It's he's he's a good quarterback. He's just not durable enough. That's his problem. Stand up for the average Joe's Joe G. That's right. Someone's got to do it around here, and this guy's in the playoffs, so I'll, I'll jump on him. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see how this goes. Now, we'll see what happens to the line here, because we did see during the season a lot, people thought these were free squares, right? These significant line movements based on quarterback injuries with starters, and the backup comes in, and it didn't It, it didn't always work out during the regular season, at least, the way it, it was assumed. Like, oh, here comes Colt McCoy. They get no shot, and then they, and they won a couple games. Now, I, I don't know how I'm going to handle this because we it's NFL playoffs. Here's what's going to happen. Jimmy G limited all week. Final injury report, he's going to be questionable. And then we're not going to know. And he's, and he's probably going to start, right? Even if he's just gutting it out, I assume he's going to start. So how are we going to handle this? If he's starting, I assume the number is going to stay around six. We're not going to get to seven. Yeah, I, I, I wish we would get to seven. <laughs> What would would you take San Francisco then? I might. I might. No. I don't know. If it if it went to seven, I would probably consider I it. I hate this. I wish I wish he's a hundred percent healthy. I want to see yeah. the best with their best. 
And I, yeah, I want to see how different, you know, the matchup that we had earlier in the season when Debo wasn't involved in the run game right. versus now. Uh, that that would be a big stinker because I'm I was looking forward to some competitive football this weekend. But uh, we'll we'll see what happens. Something to monitor closely. If you're into speculation, you probably want to jump on it now. If you can find, there's still some five and a halfs out there. Yeah, I, I would jump on that now. All right, let's uh, let's play a little game here. Would you bet on it? Because a lot of, of of things that are kind of up in the air around the NFL right now. So we'll throw out scenarios, and then if it plays out this way. Would you bet on the outcome to happen here? So we found out yesterday, Ken Norton out as the defensive coordinator in Seattle. If the Seahawks keep Russ and Pete, right, if they run this thing back and they just change a few things around the edges, would you bet on the Seahawks bounce back next year? Russell Wilson, assuming that he's healthy next year. Pete Carroll, I've done a tremendous amount in the NFL, doesn't usually have a lot of bad seasons in a row. Would you, would you uh, bet on a bounce back, Joe, on the Seahawks next season? Uh, a bad year this year, 12-4 and four the year before. So we're saying bounce back is a playoff seed, playoff, which you yeah. don't, as we saw in the wild card weekend, you don't have to be great to make no. the postseason. Just Nine take wins, a look. Yeah. yeah. Eagles. And okay, of course, uh, in the AFC Steelers. side, the Steelers. Yeah. Absolutely. Bears last year. Bears oh, last year. Gross. Gross. Uh, I would. And I, you might be surprised by that, but I'm assuming health with Russell Wilson. And I don't think they're going to run it back. Because Russ, Russ wants to get out of Dodge. We found out last season how he really felt. But before the injury, he was 2-2. Two and two. Then after the injury, 4-5. and five. I think we all know he came back too early. And he, they went 0-3 in those first three starts of his return. So they were around a 500 team. Well, with the current format, around 500, you're in the playoff hunt all damn season. So I would say yes, bounce back if we're saying around 500 in the playoffs. Aaron, how about you? Seahawks back to the playoffs next year if they keep everybody? No, I think I'm going to pass. I think it's time to turn the page, hit the reset button. It feels, things just feel stale there in Seattle, and I think they need just to move on and blow the whole thing up. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And yeah. But like some of these teams that make it, even though you're in the playoffs, you weren't good. Right. <laughs> you know, that's, good that's what we have. Yeah. 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 I would actually say no because they don't have a first round pick. They have some cap room. I, I just wonder if, are they going to run it back and see what happens for more year or are they going to go all in? Right. They have cap room. They could mm -hmm. add a bunch to try to fix the holes, but they've really, that team is eroded. And I still would say next year, third best at best in the NFC West. All right. How about the, yeah. um, how about the Raiders? And there's a lot of smoke there. What's going to happen at the, at the coaching position, but how about they run it back? Passaccia back, Carr back. I, I would fade the Raiders next year. I don't think they're going back to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, that's the move, man. You've got to blow this up. You already got rid of the general manager, so now Passaccia stays. Now he's the man with the control in the organization. Come right. on. I respect everything they accomplished this year. They were dealing a lot with, with Gruden and Ruggs, of course. But also take, take a deeper dive. Look at those last 10 games. Okay, 5-5. Five and five. Good job. You got into the postseason. All five wins were one-score victories. Mm. A few things go the other way. The Raiders could be much closer to the bottom of the league. I think you've got to move on. Yeah, and I don't see them keeping Basaccia, even though I'd love to see, you know, the, the smaller-name guy keep his job. He did a great job, but it's kind of just putting a Band-Aid on the problem, and Raiders are going to look for a big, splashy move like a Jim Harbaugh. If any NFL team can lure him away from Michigan, it's the Raiders. Quickly, Cardinals. It probably is going to be Kyler. He'll be back. But it probably with Kingsbury, th their trajectory says they should keep going up. 
I don't feel good about it. I would take their under in wins right now. Like, it's going to be set high. It's going to be 10 and a half probably. Uh, I'll take their under. Yeah. I just get the flashbacks of Joji like, going off on Kyler and calling him frail. It's all I can he think He can't stay right healthy. Now. I love his talent, but he can't stay healthy for a full season. It's a problem. When we're doing the show in the fall and they're six and two, let's remember this moment. Let's remember what happened at the end of the last year. Let's remember what happens at the Bronze. end of every Cliff Kingsbury. When Kyler's getting the MVP boost again in the first no. half of the season, let's remember this. They need to blow it up, but they, they're good. They're going to sell. Hey, arrows pointing up double digit winning season. We're back, baby. That's what they're going to yeah. do. Yeah. And we'll be back on the other side. Jim Sonis will join us. FanDuel number five. We'll look ahead to NFL Divisional Weekend up next on BetQL Daily.